Cigarettes have killed millions. I wish I would have thought of that. This is Blender Style. Today we're talking about Gaza. I don't care where I go when I die. Released in 2006 from Salt Lake City. Cheers, gentlemen. Cheers. Cheers, boys. So I heard of this band uh, in Borders, the bookstore. What? Yeah, my my wife uh, now, girlfriend then, used to work at Borders in the coffee shop, Seattle's Best. And I would go there, get a cup of coffee on my days off or whatever, and I'd, I'd stroll. And uh, they had a pretty good CD selection there at the time. And I was going through it, the metal section, and uh, I see the cover, you know. The cover's dope. It's, cover it's awesome. Cool. It's I, I think it's memorable. I love it. And uh, on it, it has, you know, one of those stickers that says, for fans of Pig Destroyer. Uh, ding, 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 ding. My, I'm like, you know. And you were like, wait, buying I'm a fan it. of Pig Destroyer. Yeah. We actually reviewed Pig Destroyer on this show. Yeah. And uh, also, it has uh, guest vocals from Trevor from the Black Dahlia murder. Right, yeah. And uh, so I picked it up. Oh, that's interesting. So that's how you discovered Gaza. Yeah. And then I I was a fan of them, you know, throughout their career. So I was not familiar with Gaza, but this band later reassembled as Cult Leader. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I'm with a different singer, and I'm familiar with Cult Leader. I think most people start with this. I don't mm-hmm. care where I go. You know, I don't care where this I go. This is their first I... album, right? F- first full length, yeah. Gotcha. I've never heard of Gaza, though, before this. Nah, oh, okay. Casey? I had not. Not familiar with no, Gaza? Not, I'm familiar with the... Uh, the Gaza Strip? The Gaza Strip. Yeah. And in the Middle the East. All the wonderful... All the wonderful things that happen yes. over in Gaza. It's definitely uh, everything like tongue-in-cheek, you know what I mean? Gaza, Salt yeah. Lake City. You know what I mean? It's, hospital fat bags <laughs> yeah the you know you could read the lyrics and i think they mention other bands like you they know do. it's thrice hate breed uh and the lyrics hawthorne heights, hawthorne heights yeah, yeah. Which and the is, lyrics is a dislike of mine but yeah. yeah we'll get to that later well they're talking crap about it most yeah. of the time i didn't catch that i guess i do like the song titles though quite a bit like gristle sire slut maker hell crown there's some yeah. work finger. Mm-hmm. I love how like the name of the album the is like way longer than all the song titles. Yeah. It's like <laughs> we got a long album. You know, the title of the album is really long. Short song. <laughs> so it said for fans of uh, Pig Destroyer. So this is kind of grindcore, 100%. So this is a strange one. You know, sometimes we come across some bands that it's kind of hard to put your finger on what it is, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, sometimes this is my favorite stuff. So I would say that this is definitely grindcore, definitely hardcore influence, mm-hmm. and post-hardcore influence mm-hmm. at yeah. points. Um, so this is just kind of uh, some grimy-ass shit, though. It's kind of fucking brutal, dude. Very much so. Um, Like, relentless at times. Like, abrasive, hard, like, almost hard to listen to. But totally knows when to just lay back. It does lay it back. It does do a really good job of laying back. So, Casey, this isn't, you're not a big grindcore fan. I, I'm not a big grindcore fan. And listening to this, um, there's some parts on here where they get like in the groove um, and they kind of almost sound like early Dillinger. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, okay. as I was listening to it, I was like, this must be what Matt feels like when we make him listen to Dillinger. Because <laughs> even though I like... <laughs> so you're starting to appreciate like the things I don't like about Dillinger? Yeah. Well, no, because I love that about Dillinger. But I think just because I hadn't heard of this before, because it's so all over the place abrasive and not, i think there's many parts within a song exactly and that's the thing yes. i think it's, I think like, it's not like from, hey we're repeating this verse yeah and i think that's the thing like, to go from something real riff? mellow and ambient to that is what kind of i was like i'm not expecting it and it it took a second to to like register but by the time it registers i'm like okay i'm good with it it changes again to something else mm-hmm I like the the break for for me in grindcore. That's what I like is the stuff that kind of lets back, mm-hmm. like takes a break from being a brutal. To me, the contrast has to be there. If it's like falls to the wall all the time, I usually don't like it unless it's like uh, insect warfare or something like that. Okay, something like a little more memorable. You know, yeah, something that kind of sticks out. I totally agree with you. You need to have dynamics within it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And this does, especially like on uh, Hospital Fat Bags, by the way, great title. I don't oh, know yeah. what that means, but it uh, it does like go to this like slower melodic part or like whatever, lighter part. It's like an interlude. Yeah, actually, it's like a, a like an interlude. Yeah. Like the four minute mark or whatever where it yeah, opens up and it's really cool. And they do that a couple times through this album. And I think it that's what I really like in my grindcore is it needs to like go brutal and just fucking crazy give you a second to recover but it needs to give me a second to recover before it goes back yeah, into like I agree. just punching you in the face i really love and the, this album does it yeah i i really love the live aspect of it i mean you okay. can hear the ruffle of the mic at times you can hear the vocalist go in and go out on the mic and uh the drummer sounds like a drummer it it's yeah it's it sounds live and uh i really love that aspect of it so i want to go back and t- touch on something nathan brought up um you were talking about the drums on this and I went back and listened to, uh, I didn't listen to any of this other stuff, but reading kind of the history of the band. Um, I went back and listened to cult leader mm-hmm. and it's the same drummer, but it's nowhere near as good as drumming as this album. Did you prefer cult leader? You no, prefer I prefer this? this over cult leader. See, I, I did go and listen to I I'm familiar with cult leader. And uh-huh. I, I thought cult leader was better than this. So my issue mm. with cult leader was it's the same drum beat in every single song. Mm. I think the vocals and the, the guitar playing is better in cult leader. Maybe I, I just, that's oh the thing that caught gosh. me. It's more riffy and like, sounds more like I kind of remind, it reminds me of Slayer a little bit. This even. is more artsy. It's more, I agree. it's, it's yeah. more like, um, Dude, I I honestly some of my favorite things about this is is the heavy and soft aspect of yeah, it. Yeah, the you know back and I forth mean? play that they do throughout this is they, really great. The, the bending of the guitar you can even hear, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? I, I I like that they really fucked these songs, you know what I mean? Well, like, I also like how when it gets brutal, it gets almost excessively brutal. Mm-hmm. Like um, it's like almost coming apart. Yeah, I don't it, care where I go when yeah, I die. Yeah, but then it but then it comes <laughs> back and they dial it back in and like put it back in this like neat little package and get you calmed down just enough to like explode again. And it's really cool the way they do it. The guitar distortion and the tone on this is amazing throughout the whole thing. Um, I also noticed that John, the singer, he's got a thing for animals. Yeah. He See, mentions, and he mentions horses on four different songs. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even look at the lyrics. I, I had to, because like, I was like, I, after I finished my my initial review of this, 
I went back and started reading some other reviews. And he um, talks about horses on four songs. Yeah. <laughs> on um, calf, gristle, sire, and colt. He brings up horses. I think on colt, he just brings up like a, a horse tranquilizer. Or so something. wait, you you what? So go on. That's with interesting. What you were so so I after my initial review on this, I went back and kind of like read some other reviews of it, and. Uh, uh, one of the things that people were talking about, or that's what I read an interview with the band and they were talking about how coming from, you know, Salt Lake city, uh, mostly Mormon, how they fit into this because they're anti-religious pretty much. And, and some of the stuff he was talking about, like the meanings of some of the songs, I was like, Oh, that's kind of interesting. It makes a lot of sense. But so I was like, I need to go back and read the lyrics to see you know what he's talking about. Oh. But then when I read the lyrics, there was a complete disconnect from what he was saying. Maybe mm-hmm. in his head that made sense. I think the but lyrics I, later on in the band got better. Well, and I think in this one, I think he wrote it with the intention or with the idea in his head of what he where he was going with it and what he wanted to do with it. But I really feel like that there was a disconnect between the actual writing of the lyrics mm-hmm. and and what he was getting at. Interesting. So so I went back and read the lyrics, and as I was reading them, I was like, oh, wow. He mentions dogs quite a bit, like dog teeth. There's this thing with dog teeth that he's got. I think he says it in like three or four songs, mm-hmm. and then horses in like three or four songs. Oh, I regret not le- reading the lyrics now that you mentioned it. But well, like no I also sense. said, he mentions thrice. He mentions hate breed. He yeah. mentions Hawthorne Heights, which these are dislikes of mine. Yeah, that, that's one of my dislikes is that he he kind of you rags. dislike that they mention those bands. I, I do, I do, because he doesn't mention it as is anything other than just kind of to be a dig at the bands. It's kind of like yeah, it's, it's like, like a hey, we're better than you kind of. And thing. the bands he mentions is like you're not, they're not they're even not, on your radar. Yeah, they're not even great bands to begin with. Well. I mean, I love Hatebreed. I like Hatebreed. You know, Bryce like sucks and but so my th- and Thrice has some good stuff too. But my thing is, it's not even in their league. Yeah, it's not like Gaza's gonna play any shows with these. Do you really have to go out of your way to say something, you baby? Yeah, he has it's like just beef a with baby. These, that's interesting. Well, I I think it's oh, that's what it is. Is it's it's judgmental elitist bullshit. That's what that is it, exactly. And I'm not into that. And but. This the music in this is where I am very interested, and it gets my. It's almost experimental. Oh, I love it. Yeah, because I went and listened to other Gaza albums. They have like two after this. I mm-hmm. think I kind of like those better. They're more cohesive than this, but uh, yeah, uh, this one's like the wheels are coming off the bus. Yeah, it's, it's disgusting. Yeah, to totally. Even the song titles, Pork Finger, gross. Well, well and it makes a lot of sense because this band, when they originally formed, were intending to be an indie rock band. Yeah, yeah I read that. That's crazy. And the comment said it lasted half a yeah, practice. Yeah, half a practice. So they were like, oh, this <laughs> That's is hilarious, it. Well, it, they recruited all their I've members. I've been in bands from, like that. Yeah, they recruited all their members from, like, harder bands. And they're like, let's let's do, like, a mellow band. And then everybody they're like, gets I'm tired together. of doing this heavy shit. Yeah, and everybody gets together like, I know how to play something heavy. Did you go and listen to any other Gaza album? I didn't. I think Cult Leader was the closest I got just because I wanted because I heard all the controversy with their singer yeah. um, and why they broke up and that they felt it was wrong to continue as a band. So they just formed a new band with a new singer. I think there was and just I was like, well, that's kind of chicken shit because you guys already had three singers. So I don't understand, especially since you're going back. But Cult Leader is completely different than Gaza. It is. It's a completely different it is. style. And like. It's more totally straight cool. up. I, I think the way they did it is I think respectable so and great. And that's I, what I'm saying. After listening, great band. after listening to Cult Leader, I was like, oh, I'm, I'm glad because that's nothing like the style that they're going for. That's here. a good observation. They are different. I was, 
I was careful not to compare the two. Dude, they had sh- jerseys or shirts. You know, it's like the Utah Jazz. It's all Utah Gaza. <laughs> and it's That's so awesome, sick. dude. I like, want to get one. Like, honestly, like... The, That's kind of dope. The album art on this is so incredible, dude. Like, I had the stickers... I had a shirt. What that is got, it's like a goat head? It's like a goat head with just gauze and yeah, just it's like how almost it's, all black. Yeah. I just love it, man. Yeah, it's a good album cover. Um, one thing I did notice about this is I wish there was more range in the vocals. Because I think even on the slower parts, the vocals are still really extreme and really in your face. Mm-hmm. That's true. Um, there's one spoken part on uh I don't remember, maybe Slutmaker or whatever. There's a there's a part where they like do this news broadcast thing. And even when he's doing the news broadcast speaking behind, he's still doing it in kind of a, a like a yelly kind of. I was driving around my neighborhood listening to that uh-huh. like loud. Mm-hmm. I'm like, people probably think I'm listening to like radio, like <laughs> talk radio yeah. right now. <laughs> yeah. So and then I also feel like like this album as it goes on, like the it starts off with like such a good energy and like the first mm-hmm. track, actually the first like three or four tracks are awesome. But then after that, I feel like they ran out of ideas and they just kind of recycled a lot of stuff. Um, I kind of agree a little bit. And it gets, yeah, it kind of starts getting a bit stale, almost like, like, like to take something out of Nathan's book, like, you know, exactly where it's going before it goes there towards the end of it. I also think that I get what I get what you're saying, but I also think that it gets that way because the way they write. So the way they write is, is like, they'll, they'll stop and change tempo or beat or whatever on the drop of a dime. So a song will start out one way, sound a certain way. And the next part in it, like almost, it's almost like a different song. It's like a left turn. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So the way they write is almost like next part, next part, next part, next part. There's no first course. There's no, you know what I mean? So I think that starts to kind of sound the same because it's so relentless. Mm Mm-hmm. But when you really, because I've listened to this record since 2006. Yeah. And it's still in constant rotation for me. Well, really? The more I listen to this, the more it just, uh, you just start to hear everything in the way it gels, the energy in it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I wish I could have seen this band live because I, I really think it would have been a good experience. I'm cool, glad you're really cool experience. I'm glad you're saying this because in my notes I wrote, it took me a long time to get into this. It did. And it should. Well, it, it's not for the, it's, it's the first not, couple of times I listened to this, it just kind of jams by and I'm like, that was, that was a mess. Mm-hmm. Well, so I, I kind of think you nailed it right there too, because nothing in this album stale as far as like the playing, like every song sounds different, but I think you're right. I think it's the, the way that they structure everything you kind of have a feel for where it's going towards mm-hmm. the middle of it. And you're like, okay, this, this is the formula they're using and they stick to it pretty well through the whole thing. I love but it's a things, weird formula. Though. It is a weird yeah, formula. I, I love how it can just get fast, fast, relentless, and then just break down into this most melodic, weird, like same playing the same notes for almost two minutes. Yeah. You know what I mean? And drag that on and to make it sound. Well, and, and as not badass as they and are. Not even you know that, I mean? but that they could play a two minute, interlude of you know the same part and it's not dragging like a lot of bands when they do these long interludes yeah True. and you imagine that as a seeing them live you know mm-hmm. it's just relentless just crazy and then all of a sudden you get this chance to breathe mm, yeah. like oh my gosh the air's not thick anymore <laughs> it's refreshing and like i said before that's what i like in grindcore kind of stuff yeah. but for me like one of my beefs with this is that those lighter parts that 
or like the breaks, they don't connect with the rest of it. They just feel unrelated. It, like you could just like put any light part in there and it's going to work. Almost make that a separate track. It just, yeah, it doesn't, there's like no musical. It's not con- cohesive. It's not cohesive. Exactly. Mm. Also, one of my other beefs uh, is because you talked about the, like the, the, the breaks being like two minutes or whatever. They're not two minutes. They're long, but yeah, they're not yeah, two yeah. minutes. I wish the songs were shorter. Like I wish that's one of the things that grindcore does well is like a lot of times it just, they get it done. And some of this kind of goes on too long. I wish it was more rapid. And well, I, I think, so this is kind of, you know, we take, we say it's grindcore, but this isn't grindcore. Nah, I not. like my grindcore also fast in to the point. And that's what I've said also about Pig Destroyer. Uh, their songs are getting too long, man. They are. <laughs> like later albums, they get long. Or you grindcore or you're not. And they're not that same band. True. What I love is, is this band didn't just start out as another grindcore band. This band was starting out trying to pave a way of sounding different, being different, and blasphemy as hell. Mm-hmm. And They're I really not trying to that. be a grindcore band. They're not even no, trying to be it's... a genre. They're just doing what they do. Yeah, and I love it. So now that you say all that, I'm actually interested to hear your rating, Matt. Uh, it's good, but it's not great. I give it a 3.1 out of 5. Oh, man. Um, <laughs> it just I wish it was more cohesive. I went. I think other Gaza out. The other two are better than this one. I think Cult Leader's better. I don't think we should really compare it too much. I like the madness of this and like how insane it is. I think it. My rating will go up the more I listen to it. I'll keep revisiting this, especially now that you told me you've been listening to this for so long. Because the more I listen to it, the better it got. Hundred mm-hmm. percent. So if you're checking this out, like you, you got to give it some time to really understand what's going on because mm-hmm. it. It just kind of blows by you real quick, and you're like, what the fuck just happened? Mm-hmm. But there is a lot going on here, but, you know, it's good. Yeah, I'll listen to it again. I give it a 3.1. Casey? So, I kind of with you. I feel like, um, to me, this was really exciting the first playthrough. As I got into it more, it kind of went down. Then I got took a break from it, came back, and it went up. I gave it a 3.9. Wow. I will totally start listening to this some more because I'm with you. It got better as I listened to it. I think it works better for me as a piece by piece, you know, a few songs here, a few songs there. I don't necessarily know if it plays well as a full album. Um, there's all kinds of really cool, like guitar parts and like the slowdowns and stuff, but I'm with you where there's not a good transition into them or out of them. So it kind of feels convoluted. Hmm. Um, but it's a good album and, and I think it's better than the cult leader album. Really? Yeah, for they, sure. They have two albums now, I think. But well, yeah. I only listened to like one, but yeah, I think it's better than that. I am healed's a great cult leader and, song. And I will totally keep listening to this one and my rating probably will go up. Yeah, I'll definitely listen to this again too. So, uh, what about you, Nate? What did you pick? What'd you, uh, this is a 4.9. Uh, wow. It would be a 5.0, but the lyrics are kind of cheesy. Mm-hmm. So 4.9. 4.9. Holy fuck. So I love the chaos of it. I love the griminess of it. I love that it's just. I definitely got to listen to this It's just angry as hell. But I love that there's also still intros. There's mm-hmm. still a pre-course. There's still a course. But they took those words and they fucked them up. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is a good record. It's a 4.9 for me. Okay, now that you're saying this, I got, I absolutely have to go and dig deeper into this. Yeah. Because I respect blood, your opinion on music. My blood boils on just even... It's a great fucking record, man. Wow. Nice. This is Blender Style. That was Gaza. I don't care where I go when I die. I don't care where I go when I die.